You want to see the hidden penis? I want to see the hidden penis. This is Irrational Confidence, a conversation about sports, technology, and entertainment. So, yeah, this is the show. This this is the show. Yeah. Wait a minute. Was what was it that we did before that? That was the uh, that was the the prologue. Oh, okay. So this is just the log. This is just log, <laughs> and then we'll do epilogue after. Uh, this is where you play uh, the log song. I can play the log song. What rolls downstairs? Come on, or in pairs? Rolls over your neighbor's dog. What's great for a snack and fits on your back? It's log, log, log. It's log. Excellent. Thank you. Now, Thank now you for I've... spending another 99 cents of my money. <laughs> I can just tell you how much. What was on the last episode that was uh, like literally made me laugh out loud? In was my it car the right? hold call? Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Uh, oh, that was hilarious. Uh, I thought you'd appreciate that. That was very funny. Um, yeah. Log. This is the log. Log. It rolls downstairs. Uh, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> I'd like to, I'd like to start, mm-hmm. uh, with a pick. Okay. I'm going to start and end with a pick. Oh, wow. So you get two picks. I have two picks. I know you have a, you have an extra long pick. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be as long as I thought, but yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. So I, I'll, I'm going to start and I'm going to end with a pick. That sounds, if that's okay. That sounds like a good plan. All right. Uh, my, my first pick is the beer that I am imbibing right now as we record. Mm-hmm. A lovely summer beer. Okay. Uh, by, as you are well aware, one of my favorite breweries, Flying Dog Brewery. Oh, uh, is this the one you tweeted out earlier? Mm-hmm. Formerly of Denver, Colorado, now of Frederick, Maryland, I want to say. I think that's right. Yeah. Just right up the road. Uh, yes, I was perusing uh, the local Total Wine like you do. <laughs> as one does. And I uh, came upon uh, a right nice summer ale by Flying Dog that I'd never had before. I think it was, from what I read about it, uh, it just was introduced this summer. Mm-hmm. And, That's appropriate. Uh, to go along with its local Maryland roots now, this ale is called the Dead Rise Ale. And Dead it is Rise Ale. Dead Rise Ale. And it is uh, a summer ale brewed with Old Bay. In the vein of, you know, Maryland crabs and all that they good stuff. They put Old Bay in it. Yeah, they brew it with Old Bay. Now, how does it taste? That's like, it's like instead of, you know... Uh, so like peppercorns or something. Yeah, I mean, it's like instead of, you know, summer ale with the ale brewed with spices mm-hmm. or, you know, brewed with some other kind of like um, flavor along with the hops, you know, they, they choose to put the Old Bay in it. And you know what? It's quite tasty. You know, I've heard that people from Maryland are addicted to Old Bay. Yeah, they, they obey in everything. Um, I was watching uh, an episode on the uh, Esquire Network of uh, Best Bars in America or whatever it's called. America's mm-hmm. Best Bars. I don't remember the name of it. And they were in Baltimore. And they went to this bar and this guy said, went up to him and I think it was, in, no, it was Drunk History in Baltimore. <laughs> wow, it's a lot different show. Yeah, it's a very different show. It was Drunk History in Baltimore. <laughs> 
And uh, this guy went up to what's his face, the dude that hosts Drunk History, and said, uh, "For eight dollars, I'll snort some Old Bay for you." And I did it last weekend. Oh God, so, that oh, hurts! God. It's like the cinnamon challenge. Why would you it's do like, that? It can't be done. <laughs> um, uh, the Old Bay challenge. But uh, if you're drinking it the normal way, I highly recommend it. It is not too heavy on the Old Bay if you're not an Old Bay fan, but just enough to make you appreciate it if you are, if that makes sense. It does, yeah. Um, it's a very light, but it's got a little bit of a bite to it, which I like, mm-hmm. you know, more of the hoppy beers, but it's not something that's going to stick on the back of your throat. Sounds good. So it's so it's more a little bite on the tongue. Uh, I was a little worried because I saw the picture you sent and it had a crab on it. I was worried that they mm. would put crab in it. No, Old Bay. No okay. crab, my friend. Uh, good with crab, I, I assume. Oh, I bet it is. Oh my gosh! Or, or really, probably any type of seafood. It's very, it's a very light beer. Or so, if you uh, boiled some crab in it. Mmm. Now, now we're cooking with gas. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so I recommend the uh, the Flying Dog Dead Rise Ale. And sounds good. Another another recommendation. Something, and you may already know this, but this literally blew my mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know. 99.9% of the time, Facebook is, like, utterly useless. Uh, yeah, probably. So, this 0.1% of the time, you know, they randomly have those things on there where it's, like, uh, I don't know, 100 things you didn't know, whatever, life hack or whatever, you know? You ever know the life hacks? Yeah, they, it's, it's like, right under the Tough Mudder ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, like, all these pro tip things. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, how to slice grapes <laughs> all at once. Seriously. You know how to slice grapes all at once? No, I don't. Or or use it for tomatoes or anything. You mm. you put you anything put with all, the skin. That's you put all the grapes on a plate and then you put another plate on top of it upside down and then you slice through the middle with a knife, and then they're all sliced. Oh, that is clever. But but anyway, I digress. Um, the the life hack that I found really interesting is you can warm, or excuse me, you can ice a warm beer in fifteen minutes. In the freezer with a cold paper towel. I've heard about that. I've heard that works really well. It works really well. Is that what you did this evening? I did. I <laughs> I iced two of them and I threw them because there was a warm beer it was sitting on the on the pallet at Total Wine and uh, ah, so it had to, it, it had to be cooled. Ice cold. It's ice mm. cold right now. Uh, so I highly recommend that. Also, uh, did you know that if you put an ice cube in the dryer with uh, something that you want to take the wrinkles out, that it will take the wrinkles out? I was not aware of that. Yeah, just uh, like put a shirt in. You know who who wants to iron anyway? I don't. Just just throw uh, throw the shirt. You know in. who likes to iron? Aaron Ford. No, Kyle. Really? Yes. He iron. He bet. I bet he irons his jeans. <laughs> I know someone who irons their jeans. I know a few of those guys. Yeah, yeah it's weird. It's very it's weird. very strange. I don't even wash my jeans. Why would I iron them? <laughs> That's just two steps too many. So you had a pick and a recommendation. I have a bit of follow-up. It's real super fast. Okay. Is it on the notes? Is it on our show No, notes? it is not. Okay. Uh, I just wanted to state for the record that that last last episode, the, um, the Wi-Fi problem that you were having, I just want everyone to know that that was actually not your Wi-Fi problem. That was my problem on my end. It was uh, 100% my fault. Full, full disclosure, <laughs> I I had a hard time, like, Finding or hearing an issue. I don't know. Maybe I I think you didn't hear an issue because there was nothing wrong. Actually, it was just the way I was hearing things. Oh, it was you were hearing it wrong. But myself and the rest of our adoring public were fine. Yeah, it was it was fine. And I was like 
It, so, long story short, it was on my end and it wasn't a problem. But so it's we fixed an, now. We annoyed them more than anything else. Well, I mean, that's kind of like the the, the subtitle the, of our show. That's the that's the the gist. Yeah, the gist of our jest. Yes, it is. That's what it is. <laughs> oh my All gosh! Right, so we've, we've got, got some notes. so much here. Um, we've been talking for almost ten minutes, and we've done nothing on the notes so far. And we have so many notes. And as and as we speak, we're recording this on a Saturday night. Uh, is this Comic Con? Comic Con. Yes, this is Saturday. San Diego Com- Comic Con. Comic Con is. Uh, happening right now and none other than the marvel uh panel is up so lots of stuff so maybe some breaking news as we talk probably mm-hmm. uh won't be breaking when you listen but breaking right now <laughs> it's that's their fault for listening to it so late so you may hear like 10 breaking news drops or you may oh, hear i'm gonna have to shorten one. it uh-oh <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe you just like put each set like a little section each time. Just make <laughs> break it, it up into like 10 pieces. Yeah, you break up the breaking news. That'll be perfect. Uh, uh, okay, so uh, follow-up item numero uno. The follow-up the first. Follow-up of the first is... Uh, you went to Mexico. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm back. You're back from Mexico. That's that's news. Hola, como estas? <laughs> you went to Mexico, I went to New York, and I was the one that ended up with uh, intestinal issues. Uh, you know, to be to be fair, I ended up with them after the fact. I think, I, although I did not get it in Mexico, oh. I think I caught something on the plane. What airline and, was uh, it? Uh, Delta. Oh, I don't have any funny Delta jokes. Oh. I don't have any funny airline jokes at all. I just, I don't know what I was going for there. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story. I <laughs> literally almost, uh, because, you know, being in Mexico for a week and knowing a bit of Spanish, uh, you know, you, I mean, they, you know, ingratiate yourself in the culture. They really like you. You talk the language. So, you know, I spoke a lot of Spanish over the course of a week and we we're coming back through Atlanta and I were going, th- getting ready to go through uh, immigration and I almost said uh i almost said hola como estas to the immigration <laughs> attendant who was showing me like where to go and i was gonna be so embarrassed but uh you know it's really funny have uh have you gone out of the country recently uh, uh not recently not since last summer okay so it's probably been it's probably changed since then because i i went to when i went to africa last summer i did not see these um in dallas but in atlanta they actually do your own immigration. It's you go to this little like uh, computer screen, almost like an ATM. What? And you have to uh, scan your passport, uh-huh. and then you have to like put your head in this little box, this little <laughs> sil- silhouette box, and that takes your picture, and then it matches it to that. And then you say like, "Are you bringing anything back? Oh my have gosh. you?" All these, you know, all the questions or whatever. And I guess it expedites the immigration process. So you, you don't still- have to even talk to anybody. N- no, you still have to talk to somebody, oh. but apparently it, it expedites that process. You still wait in line and mm-hmm. you go, but apparently it's quicker because they don't have to like really tell if you're a terrorist or not because they've ruled it out by like the, the magic three questions. Oh. Well, the last time I came in to the country from another country, it was a port, not an airport. So it may be different there. I don't know. A port. A port. A port. A, a sea female port. port. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, uh, you went to Mexico. I went, you read Gone Girl. I did read Gone Girl in Mexico. Yeah. And you finished it. Excellent. Excellent book. What what does that mean? Like I can't finish a book. Is that supposed to be some some little jab? I'd never finish a book in a week. Is that a jib jab? It was Uh, a jib jab. My God. Normally I don't, I wouldn't finish a book in a week. I actually finished it in like four days and that was. How long uh, is this book? 
Uh, it's like 400 pages. It's like it's like it's like a good it's size a good, novel. Yeah, yeah, it's a good book. Um, it's a good size book. It's very good, Nicholas. I've heard you good should, things. You should read it. Uh, you would like it. It is lots of twists and turns and just really interesting because it's told from a lot of different perspectives and uh, it's just it's very well written. Uh, hmm. Jillian Flynn for the win. Is Jillian a man or a woman? Uh, it is a woman. Okay. She actually used to be a writer for Entertainment Weekly. Oh, okay. And she was like, fuck, I'm really good at this. So she... Kn- I should do this, f- like, and make more money than just writing for you fuckers at Entertainment Weekly. So she kind of understands what people are looking for in entertainment. Well, uh, it would appear so because both of her other books are apparently really, really good as well. So she... Mm-hmm. Uh, She's uh, she's good at what she does, and uh, I like to read it. Do we know? Um, we probably said it, and I just don't remember. Uh, do we know when the movie's coming out? Uh, yes, the movie's coming out in October. Oh. Uh, don't quote me on it, but I think maybe October the 4th. Okay, because I'd like to read the book before it comes out, yeah. so I'll probably get it, go ahead and get it on Kindle or something. Yeah, you should do uh, that. Okay. You, it won't. It shouldn't take you long. It, it really is. like It's a hard one to put down. It's not like okay. it's not like Game of Thrones, where you're like, "Oh God, I gotta finish this." I keep debating whether or not to start reading the books again. I don't know. It's, de- it's definitely not like that. It's definitely a page turner. Cool. I will do that. And uh, and I went to New York City with my wife, and oh yeah, we saw and you a saw, show. You saw Alan come. We saw oh and uh, coming. It's like staying. Sorry, it's like staying. It's coming. <laughs> uh, he named himself a verb. He named tense. himself a verb. <laughs> that would be quite the verb to name yourself, wouldn't it? Uh, no, we saw him and Michelle Williams in Cabaret. Oh, Michelle Williams, yes. I like her. She was amazing. I'm a, big, I'm a big Michelle Williams fan from all the way back in uh, Dawson's Creek days. I thought you were going to say uh, Brokeback Mountain. Um, uh, never saw it. I haven't either, but I've heard it's good. Um, and, yeah, I don't know how I feel about uh, Ang Lee just ruined Incredible Hulk, and I've never been able to, to think of him in a fun yeah, way. Yeah, but didn't he do, like, uh, he, he does all kinds of different movies. He did, like, Crouching, Crouching Tiger. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Penis. Yep, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Penis. Um, I don't know why it was hidden. Um, but, but I, I would like to see it sometime. Um, but anyway, we the, went to New York. You want to, you want to see the hidden penis? I want to see the hidden penis. And, uh, there's your pre-roll. And, um, and we saw the show and guess how much, I think I already told you, guess how much I spent on drinks at the show. Uh, $30. No, no, no. Come on. It's me. And in New York, uh, $50 with tip, with tip, $70, $75. Wow. For for two doubles, so it's four drinks. Two doubles of what? Uh, she got a rum and coke, and I got a Hendrix and gin, Hendrix and tonic. Gosh, that's what's so. When you get drinks like that, like you really just need to drink straight because you're paying for like the coke. Yeah, I can't you know, like, think about like straight, she, she, yeah. you think about how much you paid for that little splash of coke that's in there. Probably like I'll tell you least, what though, at least nineteen fifty for that. This just that dude, little bit of coke. he earned his tip. So he starts pouring her drink. It was literally a splash of Coke on top of a, on top of a glass of rum. And mine did, was literally a splash of tonic on top of a glass of gin. Did she order the John F. Kennedy package? I, I think she did, yeah. <laughs> did, did you get that, Jack? Yes. Okay. You're, you watched, you, you've all caught up on How I Met Mother, right? You watched yes, it all. Yes. Okay. The, yeah. the John Kennedy. Right, so I'm just confirming. I love it. That, 
That was great. My my wife is is uh, in season seven right now. Yeah, I saw yeah. that. You guys were uh, tweeting, Facebooking about the uh, McLarens, which is called what? McGee's. McGee's uh, in real life. McGee's inside does not look like McLaren's. It does not look like McLaren's. And the food isn't very good. Hmm. Well, so yeah. there you go. You've been warned. I guess is that like this generation's central perk? I think so. <laughs> you know, what, you know so. what I mean? Like you try to find it in New York yeah. City. I don't know. But it's weird because it's like it's not even in the original location. The original location was around the corner next to the Ed Sullivan Theater. So it's moved and it doesn't really look like the bar in the show at all. And I don't know. I guess they don't really have to try too hard to get people to come in because all the tourists come in because of the show. And so the food was just not that great. Uh, they don't have to try too hard, huh? Yeah. Yeah. There's no, nothing pushing them. Nothing you know, pushing it's like uh, it's like Madden football every year. Yeah, you know? exactly. No, no competition. Exactly. So. I think the fish and chips were on the cover because they were terrible. S- spared all expense. Yep. Uh, you know where I want to go with you? Where do you want to go? I want to go to D.C. I want to go to the Eisenhower building. I want to go to D.C. with you. Well, the Eisenhower building? Yeah. Isn't that uh, that's where the, the vice president's office? Oh, yes. Yes. Veep. I want I want to see the, the Leviathan. Eisenhower Executive Building or whatever it's called. Yeah. I want to go hey, to the Naval know, Observatory and see the residents. You know, true story, uh front runner for one of my fantasy teams this year are the DC Leviathans. <laughs> it's right up there. Right <laughs> that, up there. That is awesome. <laughs> it's on a short list. I think I named mine for the for the couples league. I think I named mine the Enon Knights. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. I need to I need to send an email out about that because <laughs> I'm pretty sure everyone's already forgotten. So there you go. <laughs> we were uh, how many minutes in? And we've talked about one thing. Uh, so you want to keep on moving? Keep on trucking? Keep on, keep on trucking. What we got? Okay. Uh, I got some Red Sox news. Keep mm. on trucking. <laughs> <laughs> I'll run through it real quick because nobody okay. wants to hear it. All right. Uh, this all happened like today. Super fast. Uh, super fast. Jake Peavy was traded to the Giants. Good. For he has what one win in twenty some he has starts. One win in like twenty starts this season. I mean, he was great last year, but he's just not doing it this year. Um, he's got to go. You he's know, he's got. To he's go. good last year, but hey, he's got to go. He only he's on. He only has like two months left on the contract, right? right? So they're really just. But like I think by. the reason they did it is if they wait until the end of the year, he's gone anyway, and they get nothing for him. Well, I, I get why yeah. the Red Sox did it. I don't understand the Giants. I don't they, either. Are, are they really going to bring? Don't either because. The only thing they're getting out of it is they're getting Jake Peavy out of it and they're getting $3 million towards the $5.2 million left on his contract. So they're getting less than half a year of Jake Peavy for $2.2 million. That, that sounds a little bit and better. So we're, we're paying the Giants $3 million for, them not, for him not to play on our team. Yes. But we get in return left-handed pitcher Edwin Escobar and right-handed pitcher Heath Hembree, who are both really good prospects in the... Uh, Giants now Red Sox minor leagues. Right. Apparently Heath Hembry was dubbed the Giants. What do they call him? They're the closer of the future. Uh, a new hope. Yeah. So he might be who replaces Koji when we trade him. Stop it. <laughs> you, you stop it. You take that back. I'm not taking it back. You uh, take it back right uh, now. Also uh, today, uh, AJ Przinsky signed with the Cardinals. Thank the Yay. fucking God. Good for him. That was that was a great run and with this team. This good, was good yeah, I know, right? And this was weird. Mike Carp, friend of the show, Mike Carp, requested to be traded from the Boston Red Sox. Yeah, I mean, he actually okay. he asked them before the All Star break to trade him. 
to the Royals. To he just wanted to the, he according to the, what I saw he just wanted to be traded to quote a contender, mm. which I can understand that, but like, dude, you're, I, you're Mike. Did someone you're tell not, him that as long as you play in the AL East, you're always a contender? I mean, look yeah. at the standings. No one's really pulling away. Uh, somebody's pulling behind. It's not always story of my life. <clears throat> pulling behind. Uh, okay, so that's enough Red Sox talk. I don't want to talk about them anymore. Yeah. Uh, NFL Sunday ticket is to be offered as a standalone subscription. Or wait, wait. Are we talking about football? Yes. Are we talking about football on this podcast? We're talking about football on this podcast. Be still right, my heart. Right down the date, right down the time. Oh, oh my gosh. We're talking about football. Uh, well, that's a little flutter. Uh, I I have this under um, iOS news. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so in uh, in the eyes of in the eyes of the of House Ford, it's technology. This is technology news. Uh, the Sunday ticket uh, from Directv is going to be offered as a standalone subscription. Uh, so it looks like two hundred dollars for access on computers, tablets, and phones. Two forty to add your console. Uh, no word yet on Apple TV, but the rumor is there's going to be a Sunday ticket channel on Apple TV coming up this fall, Ooh. which is kind of interesting. And you got to go all the way up to $330 to get Red Zone. Interesting. I do enjoy Red Zone. So, I mean, um, I don't I don't follow football. So to me, yeah. I'd be like, no, but I'm sure there are a lot of people who would look at what I spend on baseball and think I was crazy. So, yeah, it's worth I mean, it's worth it if you enjoy football and enjoy you know your team and want to get to see every game and yeah. and play fantasy football and get to watch some other some of your other players the red zone channel is a whole lot of fun because it's all t- all scoring you know all touchdowns uh yeah it seems to me that's who this is for is people who want to watch all of their particular team's games and they want to keep track of all their fantasy players it's going to be interesting yeah. to see how DirecTV counters to this because, you know, that's this has been their big thing. And they've I mean, that's the reason why I have DirecTV. Yeah. Uh, is for the Sunday ticket. And I mean, I'm locked in until next year because I got this past fall. I got a new uh, receiver and I signed a new two year deal. So at least I'll be able to kind of let them work out the kinks this year. Yeah. And then, and then make a decision for myself next fall, whether I up it or you know, re-up the deal or go to Verizon or something. Because, pro- I mean, like, literally, I would probably save, uh, you know, maybe about 100 bucks a month. Ooh. With, but, but then I'm still paying for the Sunday ticket. I don't know, there's some differences there. But it, yeah. it ended up being like that because with what I had with Verizon, with the internet, I think to add in, like, the the, the triple play. So you have DirecTV TV, but Verizon yeah. internet. I have Verizon internet and phone. And, uh, then I I have, gotcha. and then I have DirecTV TV. So uh, I think to get the triple play only costs like an extra, f- would only cost like an extra five bucks a month or something like that. Something Ooh. crazy. Yeah. Uh, and then right now I'm paying like a hundred bucks a month for the DirecTV. So it, it's going to, it'll be worth it. I mean, and I'll probably have to, you know, just uh, suck it up and bite the bullet. But, um, you know, it's not a decision I'll be making anytime soon. Yeah, I think it would be smart to wait a year. And and I also heard that DirecTV was renegotiating their contract with the NFL at the end of this year anyway. So who knows what's going to happen? Who knows? So more technology news. Yes. Because <laughs> that was technology news. Yes, it was. Don't don't let anyone uh, tell you different. No, that's what it was. Uh, so we got, I got an update to the uh, the iPhone 6 screen video thing that we talked about last time. Uh, the dude that had the supposed sapphire screen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the guy I wanted to, to have a coffee with. The guy that you wanted to go out on a date with. Um, well, he's got a, he's back with another video uh, with the screen again. 
with some more information about it. Basically, uh, between the uh, feedback he got from the video and then talking to some other people, he's he's saying that it's not pure sapphire. There's no way it's pure sapphire because pure sapphire wouldn't bend like that. It would just like if you bent it as much as he bent it in that first video, it would shatter. And um, and also he did some uh, sandpaper stuff on it uh, of different types of sandpaper that should like shouldn't be able to scratch sapphire because pure sapphire is harder than the elements on the sandpaper. But it was able to scratch the screen. But then he compared it to this screen to a 5S screen. And it although it did get scratched, it was way, way better. So it looks like what they're thinking now is that this is like a laminate where it's got sapphire laminated with like gorilla glass or something else and that's how they're doing it but i mean we don't know for sure but either way it's better than the 5s if this is a real part it's better than the 5s and no doubt we'll find out exactly what's in it in a couple of months anyway so but i'll put a link to the new video because he's dreamy all right 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 Um, great, great transition. Thanks. I've been working on them. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Five minutes every day. You know, it, it's really uh, it's really coming through over the over the mics. Speaking of things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, uh, uh, OS don't, quit X, day, don't quit your day job. <laughs> don't worry, I won't. This one. This is not paying very well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? What are you talking about? All our advertising? <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Coca-Cola. Um, OSX Yosemite, the public beta is now available. Um, it is limited to a million users, and I don't know how many people have signed up for it already, but it's limited. And Apple is recommending you install it on a, a blank partition on your hard drive or on an external drive so that you don't accidentally lose anything. Like they're saying, don't install it on your main drive that you're relying on for work or anything like that. Um, yeah, no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. And the, the other thing is, uh, if you do want to do it, like don't waste your time just to just so you can see it. If you're going to do it, Apple really wants you to give feedback and report bugs and do, do all the due diligence that they're asking you to do. Cause if you're not doing that, then it's really a waste of your time. So, uh, but it's out. So, and I'm not going to do it. So <laughs> there's that. And then Last thing in our tech news. Hey, we might actually get through this bad boy. Boom. Boom. Uh, Verizon is going to start throttling LTE data, Brandon. Oh, yeah. Yes. What? So this I'm, is a, a th- I'm a Verizon customer. I should be mad. I'm not mad. Are you? Do you think you're on the list? No, I'm definitely not on the list because here's what you have to be. Here's the customers that so are going to be affected can, by this. Can we, can we explain throttling? Oh, yeah. Okay. So for those who don't know, you get you know, X amount of data and then, uh, and you're supposed to get it, uh, as fast as they can give it to you. And when you get through it, you get through it. But if they're throttling it, that basically means that they're, it's like Veruca salt. Like I want it now. I want it now. Right. It's like yeah. they, they lower your speed to regulate your data usage. And if they're throttling you, they're not just like clamping down a little, they're clamping down a lot. And so everything you do is going to be a lot slower. So, I mean like throttling LTE, takes it down a lot of times it'll take it down to like 3g speeds and then you're like what the hell am i paying for lte for but um but here's here's the customers that are affected by this you have to meet all these criteria 
You have to have uh, a 4G LTE smartphone. I think you have one of those. Yes. But it has to be on an unlimited data plan. Uh, yes, I have that. You have unlimited data? Oh, no, sorry. No. I have two, two gigs. I, I have two gigs as well. I think I have two gigs. Do I have two or do I have four? I think I have two. You have Regardless. two. Well, I have two. My wife has. We have four gigs on the plan we share. And, you know, whether it's whether I use 2.1 and All she right. uses 1.9, we have, we have four gigs for the two of us. I think we have two for the two of us, but I can't remember for sure. Uh, but we don't have unlimited. I know that. Okay, so you have to have a 4G LTE smartphone on an unlimited data plan. Your data usage on that unlimited plan has to be in the top 5% of all Verizon customers. And as of March, that was about 4.7 gigabytes a month. So you have to be using a shitload of data. And this wow. is over LTE you have to be using this. It's this not like, like... This is this is like streaming movies. Yeah, over your cell net. Over the cell network. Yeah. But yeah, well, I typically do that sometimes... Uh, with the true confessions with the work uh, iPad coming back from ski trips. Uh, well, well I'll, I will, <laughs> I will well. stream uh, some of these uh, in the car on 64 for the drive home. As you do. That, that uh, probably got me on the list for like a week. So then uh, those you have to meet those two criteria. Then you have to meet this last criteria. You have to be on month to month payment. So your current contract has to have expired already. Hmm. Okay. So basically they're saying... I mean, think about the number of people that have a 4G LTE smartphone on an unlimited data plan whose contract is expired. So they've had that phone for two years or wow. they or they outright bought a new phone without getting a new contract. This is like the quadratic. equation. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be very many people. These are going to be the people that are really hammering that network. So the vast majority of people aren't going to have to worry about it. But I thought I'd put it out there. So, All right, put it. You put it out there. You did. Yeah. So now we've got uh, some television and some movies stuff. Oh man, we are just rolling right along. We're moving it, man. I want to. I want to tear through this stuff. Wow. So calm. Calm down. Calm down now. Mm. All right. What do we got up first? Well, you know what it is. My dad told me he doesn't like uh, episodes longer than an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Your dad listens to the podcast. Every though? single one. I love it. I love He's it. He's caught up too. Oh, good for art. Yeah. Um, he listens to it more than I do. Well, I told you this. You know, this is why typically more uh, a lot for the viewers benefit. But for our our tiny bladders is that uh, an hour is a good stopping point, And we always, you know, have that hard stop. I have a hard stop here. Uh, I have the time of our hard stop here for episode two or for the second of our, our two episodes here. It should we get that f- to that point? Ah, OK. Um, so, that was uh, very kind of you to include yourself in the tiny bladders. <laughs> that was very kind of you. It's not usually, but when I am uh, when I am drinking from the nectar of the gods, uh, it does seem to have uh, that you know that effect on me. Yeah. So you want to get into some TV, homie? Oh yeah, yeah, TV. So did you happen to see info that that scrolled across the Twitter about Fargo season two? I did. Some guy sent that out. Very excited about that. So it's going to be I, all about Molly's dad, huh? Stupidly excited about that. I think you know if we if we go back in time. Uh, with the Wayback Machine. If I could turn and back time. Yes. If I could turn back time. If I could find a way. I'd take back those words that'll hurt you. And you'd stay. I don't know. Time. 
You gotta just gotta go down. You gotta go down with it. That's what Cher does. <laughs> uh, if you go back in time with me or with Cher or however you like to do it, okay. To our other episode where we talked about Fargo and how much I loved that character. Yes. And and so when I heard these this news that it was going to be a prequel of sorts set in 1979, the best year. Yes, the best year. (laughs) Ford NR579 was born. Uh, and so was the email address in 1979, <laughs> even right. though there was no email. There was no email. Was uh, there? I don't know. Even, I don't and you, know. yeah, and you, you couldn't work your uh, your digits yet. No. Nope. But um, but Lou Salverson taking center stage. Yes, I'm Molly's, so excited. Molly's dad looks like uh, they're going to have locations set in Minnesota, uh, Fargo, North Dakota, mm-hmm. and and the ever famous Sioux Falls, South Dakota, mm-hmm. where if you Sioux remember. Falls. If you remember from uh, from this last season where he explained uh, this one time in Sioux Falls where there were bodies stacked so high you could, I believe, uh, get to the second floor by climbing them or something Ugh, like that. That's awful. So uh, we're going to learn about that, I'm, I'm yes. assuming. He was, a, he was, what, a state trooper? Is that he right? was. Yeah. He was a statey. He was a statey. He was a statey. <laughs> was a statey. Uh, and we'll find out how he got that limp. Yes. Oh, All I'm, good I'm things. super excited. We don't All have any things. any solid news about casting, though, do we? Uh, no, not yet. Uh, it's gonna and it's gonna be fall of next year at the earliest. They're saying, so they're just very preliminary. I think they're they're gonna get through uh, awards award season with the Emmys mm-hmm. and then maybe start get Mad fall. Men out of the way. <laughs> yeah, get Mad Men out of the way. Do they do they write Mad Men too? Uh, no. Oh, I just meant AMC is getting them out of the way. But is oh, it that's FX, for, isn't it? Yeah, I'm like, what's the what's the correlation, my friend? There is none. None, none to be had. None. Uh, but I think they'll just wait till the fall just to get, you know, just, just my uh, my opinion. I think take it for what it take it for what it is. I think you're probably right. All right. So get excited about Fargo. I am excited. Uh, in another year. So there you go. Um, more TV. Something maybe you. I think you might get excited about. I had, did not know much of anything about this, mm-hmm. but when I tweeted to you about it, <laughs> you got a little insane. I lost my shit. <laughs> Uh, I, really I read that Anthony Hopkins is going to star in HBO's adaptation of Westworld. Oh my god, I love and that you, movie! And you so proceeded much. to like crash my phone. So you've never seen Westworld, have you? No. All right, no. I'm going to look it up right now so I can tell you all about it. Came out in 1973. Did you know that right off the top of your head? No, I had to look that up. Westworld that was a quick, starring that was a quick lookup. Yul Brenner and Richard Benjamin and James Brolin. Uh, let's see. Oh, like uh, the dad, the dad James Brolin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Josh's dad, and uh, Dick Van Patten was in it. Oh God. Yeah, Majel Barrett was in it. You know who Who's Majel that? Barrett is? She was no. the voice of the Enterprise. She oh. was. She was married to Gene Roddenberry. Wow. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. T- talk about like the ultimate. Yeah, I'm just going to have my wife do this. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So uh, the summary on IMDb, a robot malfunction creates havoc and terror for unsuspecting vacationers at a futuristic adult-themed amusement, th- amusement park. It's really awesome. It's so, it's really cheesy and really... It's like, oh, it's so much ro- fun. It's like robot Jurassic Park. It is. It's like there's three, three different worlds. There's Westworld. I think there's one called Roman World. And then there's Future World, I think, or something like that. And then... And they just they just get, like the robots take over and try to kill people. But here's the crazy part: written and directed by Michael Crichton. 
Oh, so there's my uh, Jurassic Park link. Yep, there you go. And that's why it's so like Jurassic Park. When did you see this? I first saw this in a motel at about motel, 2 motel, in the morning. Hotel. My parents and I, I can't remember Hollywood which. Hollywood we, we were on a trip coming back or going somewhere, probably Disney World. And we, my mom and I couldn't sleep and we were watching TV. And at like 2 in the morning, Westworld came on and we watched it and we were just like enthralled. I was like, I don't know, seven or eight, something like that. Were you drunk? <laughs> yeah, I was I was hammered, bro. I was drunk at the time. I was drunk. At the, I was dead at the time. <laughs> uh, no, but I just I saw it like at that right time when you're a kid, you know, and like every movie looks super cool. And I just like that. Um, like that Sean Connery movie. Uh, the, one? the one. The, the sci-fi one. <laughs> yeah. What was that called? Xander Sand or something? I can't remember. I've never actually seen it, so I don't know. Okay. But uh, but yeah, I love Westworld. And uh, so it's going to be a TV show now. Zardoz. 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 There you go. Yeah, that's it. And uh, and Anthony Hopkins is going to play, I guess, like the... 1974. Hey, it was one year after... Oh, man. Perfect. (laughs) So Anthony Hopkins, I guess, is going to play like the creative director guy of the park or something, I guess. Okay, okay. And Evan Rachel Wood is in it, and and from what I've heard, they th- I think they oh, she's gonna play one of the androids. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm That's a big cool. Evan Rachel Wood fan. Yeah, she's yeah, I like her a lot. And um, they've ordered a pilot, and let me see here, they've ordered a pilot, and uh, one of the producers, Mr. J.J. Abrams. Uh, again, that. Uh, that I don't know that neither that neither yeah. credits nor discredits that. Yeah. Well, we're not writing a blank check, but mm. I'm just looking at pictures of Evan Rachel Wood right now. So <laughs> me too. Uh, <laughs> so uh, they get, that's I'm super excited about that. I hope that comes out. Uh, oh, she was born and, in Raleigh, North Carolina. Look at that. She was. And oh my God, I'm an old man. 1987. Really? 1987. She was born. Wow. She's a baby. Mm. She's really a baby. She doesn't look like a baby. <laughs> <laughs> that just happened. Uh, All right. So, so I'm super excited. I know you're no, excited. most people aren't going to be excited about Westworld, the TV show, but I am excited about Westworld, the TV show, and I will be watching every single episode. And it should be, you know, they'll be able to push the envelope on HBO. I'm so super excited. Uh, movies. Movies. So we talked on the E3 podcast the Entertainment Electronics and Entertainment Expo about uh, The Last of Us. Uh, so I'm very excited about playing this game on Tuesday. Yeah, it looks super and, good. And uh, it's going to be very, very good. Yes. And so I guess because of all the awards and all the buzz and blah, 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 they've already set up to, uh, to do a movie. Mm-hmm. And they are tabbing in the the young girl part, the young female lead, uh, looks like Arya Stark. Yeah, Maisie Williams. My, Maisie Williams, which was funny. I retweeted her, uh, one of her comments on Twitter to the or to I guess the head of Naughty Dog, the developer yeah. of the game, and says, "Well, that blew up, or something, <laughs> something like that." I bet her. Uh, I bet her Twitter exploded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so good things. I would be all about her in that role. Yeah, and she doesn't really look like uh, what's her face. Um, uh, what's her face? The chick from um, Inception. 
You know who I'm talking oh, about, the actress. Oh, I, uh, Haley Williams? No. Ellen no. uh, Page. Ellen Page. She doesn't look like Ellen Page, so she can't sue them for the movie. She was suing the studio for the game because she said Ellen, the character. Ellen Page was? Yeah, she said the character oh looked too much like her. Seriously. Yeah, but Maisie Williams Seriously. does not look like her. So Nope. Uh, I'm super excited about that. I think she's really good. Yeah. So Good stuff. Yep. Uh, we both watched Snowpiercer. We did. This movie is... the story. Have you heard the story behind this movie? No, I have not. Like apparently, it's uh, a was a Weinstein or whatever it is. Those guys, Weinstein Company, Weinstein Company, and uh, one of them, Mir- Miramax. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, those guys, and um, they didn't want to release it or something, and they had it, wanted it edited. Or, I don't remember. It's like a big. They were going to release it in the U.S., but like heavily edited, and the the director was like, "No, that's ridiculous. I'll just." do a Kickstarter or something to pay for it or something like that. Like, and apparently like all the fans were like up in arms. So they released it here, limited run, but they also released it digitally. So you can get it on like Amazon prime and iTunes and stuff. And that's how I watched it. I watched it on uh, iTunes. Yeah, me too. Oh, that's a crazy movie, dude. Yeah. So I'll just echo what I had tweeted after I watched it and that it was visually stunning Yes, yes. It was it so. was that. I mean, this whole movie is in effect on a train. Yeah. Uh great so actors. Great actors, great sets, great special effects. Uh extremely uh to the point of like too like really, really emotionally disturbing. Yes. Like, like there's some really messed Especially, up stuff. Especially uh when we get to the end. Yes, really messed up stuff. The the um, the, the little the little mon- I guess it's not a, the little speech that Chris Evans gives at the end, like just destroyed me. Yeah. Uh, it, it was okay. I mean, I don't know. Just then, just kind of ended. Yeah. And I was like, really, like polar bear and <laughs> spoiler alert. And well, I don't know. If that's necessarily a spoiler uh, alert. No, I I agree with you in that instance. I thought. I know you're not a big Tilda Swinton fan. Oh, no, not at all. But I I thought the first half of this movie with her, she was amazing. Mm-hmm. Like that character, I wanted to hate that character so much and just her accent and everything. Like I thought she was perfect. But like, I don't know, my, the whole time before you get to the end and you find out like what's running the train and blah, blah, blah. Like the whole time I find myself like watching the movie but thinking wait this thing just runs forever like where do they get fuel like where do they you know and they they're they these questions do get answered but i find myself thinking too much about that stuff and not enough about the story Mm -hmm. so i mean i thought it was good but not great and ed harris ed harris yes ed harris he's so good i love him. yeah and uh gary oldman uh Oh no no! no William Hurt. So, I always get them confused. Yeah, William John Hurt. Hurt. Sorry, John Hurt. John there you Hurt, go. Yeah. I have uh, I have Gary Oldman on the brain from uh, Planet of the Apes. Um, oh, that's right. He is in that, isn't he? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. John Hurt. John John Hurt. Yeah. Who's in like everything? Yeah. Recently, he's he's a great actor. I he's love like him a white that. Samuel L. Jackson. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, I thought it was good. I would even say really good, but it wasn't great, and it I don't need to see it again. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't, I'm not upset that I spent seven bucks to watch it, but I don't know. It's all right. Sorry, I'm looking at pictures of Evan Rachel Wood. <laughs> uh, <laughs> St- 
still? <laughs> yes. No, God. again. <laughs> God damn it. Um, so, speaking of uh, Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, see, that was a transition. Oh, that was a good one. Because um, we just n- talked about Gary Oldman. Yes. Uh, I went and saw the apes because I just felt like this was a movie that's going to get nominated for a lot of Academy Awards for their visual, mm-hmm. their technical categories, and it's, that's a movie that uh, you should see on the big screen. Yeah. So, I did. Uh, I'm going to try to see it ex- on Tuesday. And it was excellent. Good. Uh, it, was glad. Little, it was a little long. I mean, it wasn't that long. It was like around, around two hours, but the story felt a little bit long, but I was okay with it because I was so invested in in kind of the ape storyline mm-hmm. and how they've progressed over the time frame of 10 years since the last film. Oh, so that's the time frame. It's 10 years yeah. since they yeah, went yeah. out in the woods. Yeah, it's 10 years since then. And so it's really interesting. And this is how everything happens. And uh, the the main uh, ape, you know, obviously beautifully done motion capture by Andy Serkis. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's just it's just a really cool movie. Uh, and I, I can't recommend it enough. I mean, I think it's definitely going to get nominated for a lot of categories and uh, and should be right up there and win and win for at least a few of them, I think, because it's just if you look at a movie like that versus and I know it's been 10 years, but that versus that original Tim Roth Ugh, remake, you know, that, the, the remake of Planet of the Apes originally, uh, it's that it's movie was terrible. It's just horrible compared to this. And I mean, it's just so well done. The apes look so real and you can't even really tell when the humans are interacting with them. It's really hard to off, you know, tell that they're really not interacting with somebody there and that they're not right there with the apes. It's just very, very cool. That's awesome. So I've I heard and I'm sure you could confirm this or not, that the first one is more like a movie about humans but then you get to deal with the apes. And this movie yep. is much more about the apes dealing with the humans. Yeah. Uh, humans are very minimal in this movie. Okay. They're very, very much supporting. You got some good supporting roles. Uh, well, I, don't, I don't like people anyway, so that'd including, be Including uh, Felicity and... Um, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, the girl, she's in The Americans, right? What's her name? Yeah, um, uh, Carrie Russell. Carrie Russell. Uh, so she does, she does well, but again, supporting, supporting role. But... Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, really, really good movie. And also, I like any movie that is set in San Francisco, as you know. So it just gives me another chance to get back to uh, back to San Fran, city did, I love. Did uh, did you did the, the the apes go to Blue Bottle? They did not uh, go to Blue Bottle. I don't know why. Hmm. Eh. Maybe they want caffeine. I don't know. Yeah, that is true. But that's their that's their advantage. That's the apes' advantage. They don't need power. They don't need caffeine. That's, they don't. I remember don't that need, from the trailer. They don't need electricity. Yeah, they don't need it. That's that's their that's their in. Uh, so go see Apes. Go see it. Go see it soon because next week Guardians of the Galaxy comes out. Oh, oh my, god. my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> that's my excited phrase. That's my excited face. Oh my face. gosh! If you if you we were on video chat, you could see my excited face. Yeah. We uh we can't do that. No, we did. We tried it once. We did but try it's, it. It's it was, slowed down. It slowed down. It wasn't bandwidth. good. It was not good. We were. We tried to do it, but then we were. Then we were throttled. We were. Th- we got throttled, and, and not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got throttled in a good way. I don't know what you were doing. In uh, New York. In New York City. Oh God! Don't even get no? me started. You got throttled for hey, alcohol. In my, in our hotel room, 
You know, they put. Uh, okay, okay, okay. This is a family podcast. Right, right, yeah. Okay, so, so watch this it. Is gonna now, be, be careful. Choose your words this wisely. It's going to be so dirty. I know my dad's listening. Um, so. <laughs> it's so awkward. <laughs> Uh, in our hotel room, you know how well, they- he, he knows you had sex at least once. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you had to do that, didn't you? Um, <laughs> so uh, they on like the little desk thing, they put out all the stuff they want you to take so that they can charge you like an exorbitant amount of money for it. They had a bottle of wine that was uh, 375 mls, like a half a bottle of wine of like no name red wine. Right. It was guess how much it was if you open that bottle of wine. $27. That's a lot of money. I know, right? So we didn't. How about how about I give you two fifty <laughs> and you let me eat the cork? <laughs> Can I just like smell it for like a dollar? They had they had bags of peanut M&Ms. Do you want to know how much those were? Uh nine seventy five. You're close. They were seven dollars. Oh, okay. For a bag of, that was like a steal. Yeah, I mean, shit, scoop that shit right up. They, it's crazy, though, because it used to be you'd go to a hotel and it would just be like snacks and drinks and stuff. Now they've got like iPhone chargers and power adapters and all this crazy shit you can buy. It's wild. We didn't buy any of it. So uh, so there you go. That's our news and follow up home slice. Boom. Let's do this. Awesome. Let's tear through this stuff. Yeah, we got uh, we got some stuff on our agenda. Yeah, we do. Uh, and we've got about uh, 12 minutes before uh, we're at the hour mark and Art stops listening. So we'll, <laughs> we'll see what we can get through in 12 minutes. Okay. And then we'll uh, we'll do an, a shorter episode, too. All right. Sounds good. Um, so let's start off with the bang. Yeah. Bang. Episode I- VII. Oh, we're going with movie stuff first. Uh, whoops. That's just where I had on my notes. <laughs> OK. I, I, I don't know I, where we are. That was a test. You passed. OK, good. Uh, no, we'll go with the trailers are fine. Okay. All right. We'll go, we'll go back. We'll go back to the movies. I did. I did watch all these trailers. Good for you. I did. Uh, Homeland season four. Homeland season four. I read one thing that said, Carrie races forward in a Brody free world. See, really all you, all I would love to have seen or all I did see, but for a caption for it is drugs and F-bombs. Carrie is back. Exclamation point. Yep. I, love I would have I mean, been happy if it just said Mandy Patinkin is still on the show. Happy hunting. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. So, I'm in. I'm in on Crazy Carrie. I'm in on Crazy Carrie and your password. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, yeah, look good. Look good. Good. So uh, that's coming back uh, October, I think. I think that's what it said. Yeah. General time frame. But uh, looking forward to that. Yeah. Now that I don't have to wait until December to watch it since I have showtime. So. Boom. Uh, and you have showtime because I have showtime. I have showtime vicariously. There you do. Uh, <laughs> you're you're vicariously on showtime. <laughs> that's not what I said. Uh, Walking Dead. Uh, this was, you didn't like this trailer. Season and, and five And I didn't trailer. like it either for a very good reason. Yeah, uh, so. So the, as it stands at the end of season four, these characters are in a predicament and we don't know what's going to happen to them. A, qu- a quandary. A quandary. And almost immediately in the season five trailer, we know that they get out of it. They leave. They go on to this other thing. And we're just like, whoa, 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 spoilers. They basically yeah, told they, us the whole first half of the season. Yeah, they basically it really pissed me off because they basically told us that the people that are holding them captive are ended up are ended up going to end up helping them. Yep. And or at least a portion of them are. And yep. then they're 
that what they're and then to continue with their mission. I'm like, seriously, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what's the point? I was I was I mean, I thought it was a good trailer and I liked watching it. But then I was like, oh, my God, now I know everything is going to happen. Yeah, I'm annoyed with this. Yeah. I'm annoyed, annoyed, annoyed. They really uh, didn't but, need to do that. So, uh, Walking Dead again, October time frame? I think that's right, yeah. And, and uh, spoiler, they're going to get away and go towards Washington. Yay. Okay. Uh, 12 Monkeys. 12 Monkeys. Why are they doing this? Okay, so here's the thing. I feel a little bit better about it after I did a little bit of research on it, and I... I don't know why, but I thought that this was a TV show. I thought it was, too. It's a TV movie. Right. Uh, it's so, like a sequel to Sharknado, right? Because it's on no. sci-fi. No. Oh. They do other stuff. Oh, okay. Sharknado that is, 3. That is a good... Um, monkey NATO. That is a good foreshadowing of my pick at the end. Is it a Monkey so, NATO? No. So, uh, 12 Monkeys is being redone in a TV movie starring none other than Pyro from the X-Men movies. Um... Don't remember him. Nope. You don't remember him, huh? Nope. Uh, didn't leave a lasting impression. I don't know that I recognize. Did I recognize anybody in that trailer? Uh, Pyro from X-Men. I didn't recognize him. No. Uh, yeah, the dude who is the scientist or whatever is was in like a lot of shit. He was in Hannibal. He was in Hannibal? He was I'm in Hannibal. I'm looking now. I know, I can hear uh, you typing. I can hear you typing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Type, type, type. Yeah, that, type of The, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yes. Would you like? Would you care to share? No. <laughs> wow. Uh, the, yeah. This guy. Other people um, are listening. The guy Kirk Acevedo or whatever his name is, he's in it. He was in. He was in Donald the Planet of the Apes, and he what he was in Walking Dead. And. What else was he in that I saw? He was in Fringe. That's where I remember seeing him. So, for uh, for those of you who have seen Rise of the Planet of the Apes, the the first movie, um, yeah, you know, the one before Dawn, mm-hmm. uh, Kirk Acevedo, 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 yeah, that, that's who I just said. Plays the Koba role for the humans that Koba plays for the apes. Do you remember Koba? Was he the uh, the guy with the scars? The yeah, the, the scars. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, like the muscle guy, like angry muscle guy. Oh, so, so. they're kind of like mirroring it. In yeah, the it's, it's very interesting because huh. then there's another kind of character that that's more of that Caesar role with the humans, and uh, it's interesting. I like it. Cool. I like it a lot. Very very similar archetypes. I like it. Uh, so yeah, so there's that. I just don't understand why they're making this movie. I don't either. And now I definitely won't watch it because it's just a movie and not a series. Yeah. And I, not that I, I probably wasn't going to watch the series, but I had a lot more questions about if it was a series I than mean, I do if it's a movie. A lot of people didn't like the the original movie. I did. Uh, I liked it. I like I liked almost it. everything Terry Gilliam makes, and I like Bruce Willis, and I, I just I liked it. It was a good movie. Uh, I thought Brad Pitt was good in it. I you know one of the one thing I didn't like about it. Um, I could have done with somebody It's a else. remake of a French art house film from the 60s. How did you guess that? Because <laughs> no. it is. I could have done without the female. What's her name? Madeline Stowe. I could have done without Madeline Stowe in that role. I don't I mind her, but she's not I my favorite. Liked somebody else yeah. because it's such. I mean, you've got Bruce Willis. You've got what's oh my boy from uh, The Rock and. Uh, what's the guy's name? Sean in Connery. Contact, in Contact. The dad in Contact. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Was he in 12 Monkeys? Yes, he was the guy who released the... uh, That's right. The dude they were trying to hunt down or whatever. Yeah, the guy with the long hair. Yeah, he was the guy that released it all. I can't think of his name, but I love him. He's great. I could probably look it up. Uh, David Morse. It's David Morse. (laughs) Wow. Is there an echo? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, I like the original. I think it's really good. I, I think uh, Terry Gilliam makes a good movie. Oh, David Morris, also in The Green Mile. Yeah, it was. Yes, um, he's good in that. For those who are interested, it was based on the uh, the French film La Jete, I believe is the name of it. And it's if you watch it, I think they have it on Hulu. It's very similar. So there you go. La so Jete. Skip, Jete. skip 12 Monkeys on Sci-Fi. Watch 12 Monkeys yes. from 1995, I want to say. 1995, you're correct, sir. There you go. Yeah, I like Boom. it. Good movie. Knocking it out. Uh, moving, going across the pond, governor. Across the pond, governor. Oh, come on. Okay. I what? liked everything about the Intruders oh, trailer. Yeah, intruders. Except. Intruders, BBC. Except. And I think. John, John Sim. You know what I'm going to say. John Sim. You know what boy. I'm, right. You know what I'm going to say that I don't like. What? The girl's name is Madison. Oh, that's right. I remember watching the trailer and it's like, oh man, it's, this show's about immortals and kids named Madison. I was like, oh, oh come on. Yeah. Oh, this looks good, well, man. To, to be fair, um, it, you know, it's a British interpretation of American life in the Pacific Northwest. And so, you know, if all we give them are kids named Madison, then what else do they have to go off of when they write a story about Americans? That's true. Touche. Right? True. I, I have no argument with that. Um, interesting. It's kind of like Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yeah, kind of. So these, I don't know. It seems to be a little bit more sophisticated plot-wise. These people have figured out, or aliens, I don't know what they are, have figured out how to be immortal and not die, and they they, they kind of take the place somehow of these other people, and they mm-hmm. go in their bodies or something. I don't know. That made no sense. But uh, It looks yeah. interesting. Some kind of reincarnation, re—I don't know. Interesting. Yeah, and, and it's, your boy John and your boy John Sim from Doctor Who. Doctor Who, uh, Life on Mars, lots of British did you, shows. Did you watch Life on Mars? Not the American one. Oh, okay. The British one. <laughs> yeah, the British one. Not the American one. What do I look like? Oh, American? What do I look like? A savage? Uh, an animal watching. Uh, American he was in. Shows. He was in an episode of Spaced. I know, What's that? I know you're a big fan of Spaced. What's that? It's a, the TV sh- series that uh, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost started. Nope. Uh, Is that the sequel to Full Monty? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, yes it was. Uh, as far as you know. <laughs> so when, do you know when that premieres? Uh, I can tell you. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 2014. Why, why I asked you. Um, uh, let's see good. here. August 23rd of this year on BBC America. All right. Saturday. Yep. Uh, Saturday before the Emmys that are on a Monday. I found out why they're on a Monday. I looked it up. I found out why. You want to know why the Emmys are on a Monday? Yeah, sure. Why not? We're only, we're only uh, you know, not doing news and follow-up right now, yep. but sure, go ahead. Yep. Uh, there is a preseason football game. They oh. got bumped for a football game that doesn't count. Yeah. Well, what to be fair, to be fair, it's the third preseason game generally that week, that weekend, and those are the the most important of the non-important of games. the non-important games. That's of, yeah, that sounds a lot most, like 
It's the most important, non-important game. That sounds a lot like the tweet I sent out, I think it was yesterday, when I said that the, the Red Sox had the best record of all the last place teams. Exactly. There you go. They're the and, best of the worst. And with that, we will end this episode. <laughs> but but fret not, my pet. Fret not. For we are coming back with a little bit more, uh, a couple more TV trailers going back to back to America. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, and then some some movies coming out in the next couple months. Yes. So and so, oh, and some picks. Oh my God, how did I forget about the picks? picks. You you still owe us a pick that you promised us. Pick to end all picks. Uh, we'll be back soon. Just uh, just just you know just do a continuous. It's like if you take this episode, and even though it's in the next episode, if you just hit play immediately, it'll be like you never left. Yeah, except for the music. Oh yeah, that's true, and the in the intro. <laughs> but but if you forget that, <laughs> or you're using Downcast or maybe another podcast player that we'll touch on later. Oh, another segue to make you listen. If you're listening to a pick that we haven't made yet, <laughs> you may be able to fast forward like fifteen or thirty seconds, and then you could skip the second intro. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. <laughs> okay, we'll be back.